0: Hey, this is Gratuitous. Welcome to Music Production Made Simple, the show that focuses on best practices about music production, which is based on Ethel Studio. If you're wanting to become the best producer you could be, subscribe, and listen weekly. You can also check out my courses, which teach you the principles and basics of music production that'll get you up and running quickly. In addition, I also have books on Amazon and tons of music on Spotify. Always feel free to hit me up at hi at itsgratuitous.com. So let's get into the episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? Gratuitous here. Welcome to episode number 19. We are going to be talking about using sidechain compression on your delay. It's a really, really powerful trick. I'm going to share with you an actual real example where I've actually done this trick on a track which I've released commercially. It's called Fighting for Time. It's on my beat tapes by Gratuitous Volume 7. Again, For those of you who don't know, I actually create beat tapes. They're totally free to download. Uh, You can access them on like Spotify and stuff like that too. Or if you want an actual direct download that you can download onto your phone or whatever, you guys can just go to gratuitousbeats.com and all of my music is there for free. Okay. So in that actual track, how I set it up is you have an insert. Okay. In this case, it's just a guitar. And then what you do is you route that insert to another insert okay so now it becomes like a send and you would set up the delay on the send and then you also set up a sidechain compressor on this send as well and you set it up so that the input from the actual dry guitar reduces the volume of that delay okay I'll break that down for you a little bit uh, when we actually get into that. I just want to give you guys a little update on what I've been doing, where I've been and stuff like that. So I previously talked to you about maybe doing some local lessons where I uh, live. Uh, So I actually went for the little meeting. I kind of talked it through and uh, it seems interesting in a sense of, you know, yeah, maybe depending on where I lived. Like, so I kind of live in like a little bit of a smaller town. Like, don't get me wrong. There's quite a few people, but it's not like, you know, I'm in Canada, so you guys have probably heard of like Vancouver before. Vancouver is pretty big here or somewhere like like Toronto, you know, somewhere like that. So if I live somewhere there, you know, maybe it would be more worth my time because, I, you know, maybe I'd be able to grow a little bit faster and reach out and kind of grow, but In my opinion, it just felt like it wasn't worth my time. Just like, you know, currently where I live, uh, my online business, doing these courses and stuff, I just feel that my time is a lot more valuable there in a sense of, you know, time to reward, uh, in a sense of, you know, financial dollar value. Um, In addition to that, you know, I kind of had to set up like, you know, I had to get like insurance and stuff, you know, if I was going to be teaching at their facility and teaching uh, a student and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, you know, I just kind of felt it was, I just felt like it was too much effort and doing these courses, uh, you know, is benefiting me as well as benefiting more students all at once. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. Uh, in addition to that laptop stuff I was talking to you about. So I'm actually not going to be purchasing a laptop now because if I was going to pursue that, you know, I was I was kind of getting prepared for it. But I learned a lot with the laptop stuff that, you know, if I ever do need a laptop, if I start traveling more, I know what to look for. Uh, again, there are these websites which share how powerful a CPU is in comparison to other CPUs. So uh, using those websites is really, really great because you can compare the laptop you're going to purchase, the CPU, uh, you know, the performance of it in comparison to other ones. Again, with music production, it's all CPU based, right? Like we can't offload our processing to like a video card like other industries. So that's why a CPU, like a powerful CPU, Again, ImageLine tells us the single thread performance is the most important on the CPU. Okay. One final thing I'll talk about with my little uh, studio setup here with uh, my courses and stuff like that. So all along, I've been telling you about like kind of new equipment I was uh, acquiring so I can get really, really high quality courses. So with all my equipment, I'm actually super impressed with the quality. Currently, I'm editing that 10 steps to become an FL Studio Pro. It's going really, really good. I'm about halfway through with the editing right now and yeah, I'm really impressed with just the quality of, you know, the audio again, I got like the boom microphone and the actual camera with the autofocus. Like I looked really, really clear in it uh, with the green screen. So, you know, that was my first course approaching it with that stuff. And I was really, really impressed. Now, what I wanted to talk about was, um, I was ordering like, so when I purchased this new camera, it's a Sony a 6400. So it's a really awesome camera and with these you know mirrorless cameras you can change out the lenses so i actually purchased 3 different lenses and You know, I was going to return two of them. I just wanted to keep one of them, so I purchased three so I can kind of get a you know comparison as I was recording these courses. So you know, I did some test runs, uh, and Amazon, you know, they kept struggling with this one lens. Uh, It went back and forth like a couple times. Like you know, I'd I'd order it, it was not being shipped at that date, and then you know, it, it it ended up not even coming. I actually had to cancel the order and then order through like a different vendor. So what I'm trying to say is uh, with these cameras, you can be purchasing different lenses, okay? There's something called like a prime lens, uh, as well as you can get lenses that give you the zoom. And typically, uh, for the price-to-value ratio, you're going to get a better quality picture uh, with a prime lens. And so what that means is that the lens doesn't allow you to zoom, okay? So for example, if we talk about, let's say, a 22 mil- millimeter, uh, like lens or whatever, that means that it's a fixed you know, lens, so you can't zoom or anything like that. So the reason why I purchased the three different lenses was because they're different, uh, I guess, focal lengths. So different zoom, right? And so I purchased like a 22 millimeter uh, with this a 6400 and that was, it was too wide. So in other words, it was even picking up outside of my green screen and it was just like, okay, well that's too wide. And then I had a 35 millimeter and it was just like, it was way too zoomed. I actually had to put my camera really far away. So to repeat that, one was a 22 millimeter, way too wide. One was a 35 millimeter, way too zoomed. And the 30 millimeter was a pretty happy medium between that. And th- that's what I currently kept. So that lens finally came. I tried it out and, you know, I'm happy with it, okay? Just to kind of fill you in on that stuff, because, you know, with the industry now, with YouTube, if you're going to be, you know, getting cameras... Uh, lenses and stuff like that. It's important to know this stuff because uh, you can make a you know a wise purchasing decision. Okay, so let's get into actually Ethel uh, Studio here. This track is called "Fighting for Time." Over the years, I've just found that. Sometimes it bugs me when you play a sound and it has delay and that delay overlaps your notes. So in other words, you can kind of start muddying up your track or you sometimes just can't even hear the other notes clearly. I kind of find that really annoying. Uh, In my beginning years, you know, I really didn't mind it. If we talk about like Nexus 2. So Nexus 2 was a plugin I used a lot in my early years Later on, I kind of learned more about like their licensing program, you know, with their e-licenser USB dongle. uh, If you lose that thing, you lose Nexus 2. And I kind of didn't like that licensing system. So in my later years, I started to avoid it. The reason why I'm bringing up Nexus 2 is because I used it a lot when I first started and they have a reverb and a delay effects. And in addition to those effects, they also have a low cut and a high cut knob. So... When you have a delay, it's really beneficial for you to usually roll off like the high end and a little bit of like the low end or whatever. And this just cleans up the sound so that it doesn't fight with the original signal. So you can get more delay out of that sound. So in other words, you can play the delay a little bit louder without it fighting with the original signal. However, the delay is still overlapping on the notes. Now, if you you know open up your own delay on your own mixer insert uh, and use a sidechain compression, you're going to be able to get nice audible, you know, notes or vocals. So, you know, you know, just anything to do with audio, right? So you're going to get a nice clean signal. And then when that signal stops playing, the delay comes in. Okay. So let's just listen to the guitar melody here. Okay. And I'm going to do a couple things as we're listening to this sound. Okay. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be turning off and on the delay just so you can hear, you know, the power behind the delay and how, you know much more fuller it makes the actual guitar sound. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to turn off and on the sidechain compression. So with the sidechain compression on, whenever the original guitar uh, guitar plays, the original guitar sounds, you know, you can hear every single note with perfect clarity and then when it stops playing, the delay com- comes in to kind of fill up in those empty spots. It's a really powerful sound, okay? The next thing I'm going to do is on the delay, I'm going to know way over process that delay so our repeats i'm going to increase those by a lot the volume i'll increase it by a lot and again what you're going to discover on this delay is that these notes are going to overlap and it's going to make it hard to make out the original notes it's going to kind of overlap and fight for that again you could be using like low cuts and high cuts to kind of clean that up but again the problem here is uh you are not able to reduce the volume of this delay so the notes are still overlapping and getting it in the way of the original signal. So again, I am going to turn off and on the delay. We're going to turn off and on the sidechain compression. And then we're also going to make the delay really aggressive. And I'm also going to share with you with that sidechain compression off and on how powerful it can be and you know it can make your melody sound awesome. Okay, so here's the melody. This is exactly how I have had it processed in the song, okay? So, we have the guitar, it has its delay, has the sidechain compression going on, and then I'm gonna turn off and on the delay to start with. So, with the delay off. So, with the delay, it's more full, more emotional. I'm going to turn off the sidechain compression and listen for those notes overlap. With the sidechain side compression on It's really subtle. So I'm going to go over to the delay and we're going to increase it by a lot, okay? So here we go, here's the delay. So it sounds beautiful, but in terms of the mix, this is going to muddy up our mix, kind of get in the way of our original notes. So now I'm going to enable the sidechain compression. We can hear the original notes very clear. And when the notes stop playing, the other notes kind of fill in. With the delay off, Okay, now with it enabled. Okay, so now, as you can hear, the delay was way too over-processed, but with the delay even being over-processed, with the sidechain compression, we, we were able to hear those notes nice and clear, and when the notes stopped playing, the delay came in. Now, this is super powerful because you're able to mix your music with more effects, but also with more clarity, okay? So how you set this up is... I'm just going to walk you through it. You know, I I know you, you know, we can't see a video or anything, but you just have to listen and you can try this inside of FL Studio, okay? Or whatever music program you use. So I have my guitar and I route it to an insert. Let's just say six, okay? And on the actual guitar, you know, I'm going to process it however I want with an EQ compression and I'm going to get that guitar sounding however I want. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to route that guitar to another insert. So in FL Studio, if you just click on the actual insert, then you just click on uh, the arrow to another insert. So for example, if I'm on six, click on six, then go to seven, at the very, very bottom, click the arrow and simply just left click it, okay? So you still want it to be able to route to other sounds. Now on seven, what you wanna do is you wanna open up a delay. Okay, so in the case of FL Studio, they've recently come out with a delay or Fruity Delay 3. It's a super awesome delay, and you just want to set up your delay however you want. In this case, you can have your level. So in other words, that's like kind of your the amount of repeats. You can set that, you know, however you want. It can be intense, okay? Now, after the delay, and it's really important that it's after the delay, okay, because the order you put your plugins does matter because it's to do with signal flow. And then after the delay is where your sidechain compressor goes, okay? Now, because when we on insert six and we left clicked to insert seven, we have now routed six to seven. Now seven is gonna see six as a key to trigger our compressor so that whenever six plays, it's gonna reduce the volume of seven, which is where our actual delay is, okay? So, on seven, I just used a fruity limiter, okay? And on the fruity limiter uh, near the bottom, it has a limiter and a compressor section. So, I clicked compressor. I put the threshold pretty low. And I put the ratio quite high. And my attack is very, very fast. My release is about medium. And if you right click in the side chain box, you should see uh, whatever audio you have on six. In my case, it's called upper guitar because that's what insert six mixer is okay so just a quick walkthrough of that again okay so in the case of a guitar i'm going to route it to six i'm going to process it however i want i'm going to left click uh, the arrow on insert seven okay that means that we have now routed six to go to seven on seven now i'm going to go and open up a delay plugin. now sorry i missed the step you want to make sure that the dry is all the way to zero and the wet is at a hundred percent okay and then after the delay you're going to open up a fruity limiter or any type of compressor that has a sidechain compression feature uh for you know cuz sometimes you can have a compressor but sometimes they don't give you the option for an external input but the fruity limiter does okay so again after the delay you're going to open up a fruity limiter you're going to go to the compressor section you're going to go to the sidechain box simply just right click it and you're going to see your option for in my case the guitar okay and we'll listen to that one more time So no delay, okay, so with the actual delay, okay, so right now on the delay, I have it too aggressive. Now without my sidechain compression, So you can just hear that the delay is kind of fighting the original melody a little bit. Like it still sounds good, don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna enable a sidechain compression now. And that delay just kind of fills in the background, okay? So let's just check out the track in case you guys haven't heard it before. And we'll just let it play until a bit of like the chorus, okay? So here we go. Back into the chorus. Okay, so it might be a little bit hard for you to hear it, but what you're listening for is just the delay fighting with the original guitar signal. And by setting it up this way, you're able to get the original signal sounding nice and clear so that only when the original signal plays, it just reduces the volume of the delay. And then when it stops playing, the volume will come back in and you can adjust your release time to adjust how fast or how slow this delay comes back. If your release is too fast, it's going to make that delay kind of pump in a little bit weird. If it's a little bit longer, you may not be able to get that delay to be audible. Okay. So you kind of want like a happy medium. So hope you guys learned something in this uh, it's a really powerful trick and this was just a track where I used it specifically and I thought it was a good example so again the track is called fighting for time it's on my beat tapes by gratuitous volume 7 totally free to download just come to gratuitousbeats.com I'll leave all the links in the resource section uh, below uh, stay tuned for my new course called 10 steps to become an FL studio pro I'm halfway uh, done the editing and like I'm saying, it's turning out really, really good. Uh, I'm able to talk to you with like the camera, with the green screen. I look super, super clear. Uh, me actually writing on this Wacom tablet. So again, how I'm breaking down this course is I broke it down to 10 steps, okay? I just kind of thought about what are like the 10 most crucial steps that we as beat makers go through when we go from the beginning to an end of a beat. For example, like when it comes to making the beat, when it comes to mixing the beat, uh, mastering the beat, you know, the sounds and in each one of these sections. So I've actually broken it down to 10 sections, which is why I've called it 10 steps to become an FL studio pro. So in each section at the very, very beginning of the section, I create a video where we actually do uh, writing. Okay. So because I have this Wacom tablet, I'm able to write on the screen and we first talk about what are we going to cover in this section and I feel it's a really really cool and engaging way to teach Uh, and again it's my first time approaching it I'm really really happy with the results so stay tuned to that I will definitely let you guys know when I release it it's actually going really really good okay so I hope you guys learned a lot with this delay stuff try it out if you have questions always feel free to reach out and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode Thanks for checking out the episode. If you had any questions, visit itsgratuitous.com slash podcast, select an episode, and submit your question at the bottom of the page to the contact form. If you'd like to take my FL Studio courses, see my current studio and podcasting gear, read my books, or are interested in lessons, visit the link itsgratuitous.com slash learning. That page will redirect you to more info and resources. I hope the best with your productions. I'm Gratuitous, and I'll see you in the next episode.